we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. We're talking about reason and um, we, we try to get us all to understand that reasoning is a gift that God has given us. And when I first introduced, introduced this, I said this to you, that Reasoning is an expression of the love of God given to us. It is an expression of the love of God because without reason, we could have been pre-programmed that we had to love God and that we could only love God and that we could only serve him. But he gave us reason so that we could have the option not to. Now, this is not going to be a... a a relationship session that we're doing, but you don't truly know that you love someone until you have to choose them over something else that you love. If you live in the land of the slim and you love the fat, it would be easy for you to be faithful to your slim. But if someday the fat cruise ship pull up and drop off the fat people. Now listen, everybody can't make fat jokes. Fat people can. Now, any of y'all who slim, y'all don't try this. When you get size like me, you can talk with people who got size. Y'all who slim, y'all don't, don't you dare open your mouth about those who have size. If what you love or long for is not available, then you can't brag about how much you love what you have. So, we, have, we, have, we were placed in a situation, and here comes the devil that shows up, because understand this, I don't know um, if the devil showed up in the serpent before and now, but I know that once this option came, and now reason kicked in with Eve, here comes the problem. It'd be an interesting Bible study or interesting history study to figure out if this serpent was doing foolishness before this moment. Because the Bible does say the serpent was more subtle than all the other creatures. So, I don't know. So, I don't want to use conjecture. But the bottom line is that reason is what empowers us 
to seek out our best interest because we process decisions and then we seek out our best interest. Reason always looks out for me. Always. Reason is always self-preserving. Nobody fool you. When you reason out something, you're looking out for your best interest. Okay, let's keep on going. So um, we will always contemplate, we will always consider, we will always reason as human beings. That's what we do. So two weeks ago, we talked about reasoning. Don't try to stop yourself from reasoning. That's pointless. That is impossible. You as a human being will always reason. That's what we do. We process before we make decisions. And I have a note here. I can read this just the way I have this. And, and this I, it came to me. Well, actually, there is a time when we don't reason. And that's when we are overcome by an unrelenting desire. Okay, lust. So there is this special case, and hopefully it's special, meaning that it don't happen all the time. Pre say amen. It should be a special case. It should not be a regular occurrence. Where we abandon reason because desire becomes overwhelming. Has anybody in this room been there before? Where your lust, your desire got so strong that you were able to turn reasoning off. <laughs> you shut the reasoning engine all the way off and you put it in the closet. Some of you put it in the yard and you lock the house. And you acted without reason where you threw caution And you said, if I get catch, I get catch. I don't care. <laughs> Come on. If loving you is wrong. <laughs> Preach that to the Lord God. So, so there are scenarios, Leo, where we shut reasoning down. But listen, even in those scenarios, we still reason. We reason not to reason. So even when, even when we make a decision not to reason, it is as a result of us reasoning. And we reason that we don't care what can happen. All right, let me just stop right there. That's enough of that. Because some of y'all travel, I can see y'all brain traveling. <laughs> to the last time you turn reasoning off. That was a long time, right? Long time, right? Mm -hmm. That's from 11 o'clock today, yeah. <laughs> Love we did have a prayer service. Anyway, so reasoning is what we do as humans. And I told you this, um, that animals do the same thing. Now, we said that reasoning by definition is to investigate, to formulate, and to conclude by the use of your intellect. 
I'm going somewhere. I just want to build a case to get your mind back in this trend of thought, and then we can go deeper. So it is to investigate, to formulate, and to conclude by the use of your intellect. That, that ability to reason, y'all, has gotten a lot of us in a whole lot of trouble and has gotten a lot of us out of faith. Because once you begin reasoning, you can find more often than not what God is saying to you, Reverend Alicia, goes against reason. Okay. Um, let's, let's peel back a, more, a few more layers about reasoning. Reasoning functions on the basis of what we can handle or what we can prove. So we investigate, formulate, conclude on the basis of what we can handle, what we can touch, what we can put in our hands, or what we can prove. That is the basis of our reasoning. I, I need you to get this. I know it sounds like, this is too deep, man. It ain't that deep. Everything we reason out, we can reason it out based on what we know. And we know it by being able to touch it, feel it, or being able to prove it in our minds. So, hmm, you tell me if you invest this $1,000 with me in six months, I can give you back $80,000. We reason that in our brains. And our brains say, stop being stupid. Because what in the world are you can do with $1,000 in six months to make it $80,000. Right. Then they say something like stocks and bonds. They say some kind of stuff like that. And then you can remember that picture you watched when you was in high school where they show people jumping over the buildings. <laughs> and you can say, you know what? I ain't fooled with that. Re reason has to have some reference. And the reference is typically what we have handled or what we have proven. That's how we reason. Do I need to give more examples? Or you get it. Say, I get it if you get it. If you don't get it, say, man, just open it up a little more. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go back to this example of our church. Um, we can build the church debt free. Right? The church that God has to told us to build, God has told, God told us to build, is about $3 million. We never see that. We never come close to that. We've never touched that. So based on my brain, B-R-E-E-N, processing this and reasoning this out, listen, that don't make sense. Because I'm using based on what I have handled, that's the money that has come in, based on the record, the records that we have, and I process that. See, there must be a basis upon which you process. There's something in your mind that determines how you process what you process. And that is based on your experiences, what you have handled and what you have proven. 
you, you, you tell me, um, Denzel, we're going out there, we're going out um, right way out about, about uh, 1,000, 2,000 feet off of Porter's Key, um, and I want you to go dive down there, and you can get down in about 200 feet of water, but at the bottom of that is a chest with $1 million. So all you do is hold your breath, go down there, um, uh, about you know, 100, 200 feet, and you can have that chest. I can't hold my breath that long. So I can reason that. And, and I can do me one quick, you know, benefit-cost ratio. You know? Benefit is, I get this million dollars. Cost is, I die. And that is based on me knowing that in the pool in the back of my yard, when I try to hold my breath, I just can't count to 200. It's my experience. Now, for somebody, it's Kenneth over there. Kenneth may say, you're talking to me. You're on the fence for us. Maybe we'll go down there at 200 feet and come back up with that chest in your hand and then keep your head in the water just for fun. <laughs> like a 10-minute dive in under him. That's a problem for me. And so, um, based on my past experience, what I know I could prove I make my decisions. That's how we reason. Oh, man. I come in. I come in. So, on that definition, reasoning has nothing to do with my spirit. Reason don't consult the Holy Ghost. Reason is based on what I know. Holy Ghost is what God knows. I hear what I know. Reasoning is a work of the flesh. I need you to see this. But I began, my opening line was, you cannot not reason. You will always, I don't care if you speak in tongues and say, I ain't going to reason no more. Yes, you will. You cannot stop yourself from reasoning. And your reasoning will always tend towards your, your best interest. And your best interest is, ter- is determined based on an analysis of what you have gone through, what you've experienced. What you can prove, what you have touched, what you have felt, that's how you make decisions. The last seven times I gave you another chance, you hurt my feelings. Now, it's amazing to me that you didn't go on to seven. That's another teaching for another time. How did you get to seven times being hurt? By someone that you don't carry their last name. There's a word for that, dumb. No, you don't have permission to hurt me seven times. Anyway, I'll just let that sit for a little while so you can kind of think through that. Um, um, for that person who that word message is now, write this down in your same little book you're writing in, put it in your little notes, write this down. When is enough enough? That's when I finish ministering to that person. When is enough enough? When you can realize that you have a 
webbed feet. Quacking. Waddling from side to side. Billow here. This is a pigeon. It's not a pigeon. Some of you are calling that a horse. It's not, it's a duck. Donald. I hope your boyfriend named Donald. Oh, I just played. Listen, if you're, anybody here who dating Donald or you married Donald, I apologize. I try to knock on your people. All right. So, reasoning is a work of the flesh. This thing hit me so hard. Put Romans 7 and 18 up there, girlfriend. This thing is so potent. You all know it, but I want you to see it again. Ain't no revelation to get from it. It speaks for itself. You don't need a revelation. Watch this. Reasoning is the work of the flesh. What does Romans 7 and 18 say? Um, If you got it for me, please. For I know that in me, Mm -hmm. that is my flesh. Mm, One more time. One more time. Read that properly because that's very important. One more time. Read it again. For I know that in me, uh-huh. that is my flesh, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. dwell it no good thing. For I know that in me, that, that is my flesh. in my flesh. Oh, sorry. See, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's potent. That's potent. And I like how you read it because that's how we read it. How you read it, you were so good for that illustration just now. Because you read that the right way. That's the way we process it. That he says, for I know that in me, and we say that is my flesh. No, he says that is in my flesh. In other words, in me is not only my flesh. So he's saying, um, like Paul catches himself. For I know that in me, hold on. Now, I ain't talking about all of me. I'm talking about in my flesh. God Almighty. I told you if y'all stay here and get good. I told you that. Y'all, y'all didn't believe me. All right. For I know that in me, that is though, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. Not there's no good thing in me. There is no good thing in my flesh. This piece in parentheses is critical because he's letting you know, don't you dare believe my flesh is all of me. Please say that there's more to me than my flesh. Some of you need to keep on saying that and remind yourself of that because your flesh will try to tell you this is all of you. There's more to you than your flesh. Paul says, let me distinguish this. I ain't want y'all to believe that I am all flesh. Now, my flesh is all bad. And if I was all flesh, I would be all bad, but I am not all flesh. That's only a part of me. And that's the part of me that functions in this domain. Paul says, uh, in me, hold on, that is in my flesh. 
this distinction then clarifies to us that there's another part of me. And that next part of me is the biggest part of me. It's the most essential part of me. And that part of me is my spirit. So in my flesh, I know the thing, but in my spirit, <laughs> that's where the good things reside. But my, my reasoning, Leo, has been pre-programmed by life to function based on my flesh. But in my flesh lies no good thing. So if my reason is being programmed by my flesh and my flesh has no good thing in it, guess what? I can reason up a mess. And a lot of us, if we be honest with ourselves, our reasoning has gotten us in a whole heap of nonsense. And you, you would try to tell yourself, I don't know what I was thinking. Yes, you do. You reason that one out. And we are sublined ourselves. Boy, I don't know what I was thinking. That wasn't me. That's all you. But that was in your flesh. Good God Almighty. It was you. Now, see, when we keep on lying to ourselves and say, boy, I don't know what I was thinking when I, when I go on with that person. But I got 11 of people you've been with. And all of them crazy. So stop this nonsense, lying to yourself, making yourself believe the lie that you're telling yourself that this is you. It is you. And you did reason. You calculated that. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Someone can never be delivered if we don't stop lying to ourselves. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.